This program is brought to you by Bible Media, overseen by the elders of the Chipman Road Church of Christ in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, ladies. Have you ever received a package or a gift that said, Caution, Handle with Care? Maybe from the postman, possibly Amazon, maybe even purchased it in a store and picked it up. I suppose most of us have probably had some type of experience like this. We might have even sent a package and labeled it with those words, Be careful, handle with care. Now, while we cannot know or guarantee that those instructions will be carried out by all who might be handling that package, we certainly will be handling it properly ourselves, right? No one ever sets out to be careless with a breakable or fragile object purposefully. That would be ignorant or maybe unwise at the least. That word careful coupled with caution should alert us to many necessities of concern, value, and vulnerability. There are multiple biblical occasions where we see or hear those two words caution and care being used. Some are, <clears throat> excuse me, some are adhered to and turn out for the good, and others cast care and caution to the wind, often moving rapidly toward a disastrous end. I'd like for us to take a brief look at the Shunammite woman who cared deeply for the prophets of God. We can read of this account in 2 Kings 4, 8-13. And it fell on a day that Elisha passed to Shunamm, where was a great woman, and she constrained him to eat bread. And so it was that as oft as he passed by, he turned in thither to eat bread. And she said unto her husband, Behold now, I perceive that this is a holy man of God, which passeth us by continually. Let's make him a little chamber, I pray thee, on the wall, and let us set him there with a bed, and a table, and a stool, and a candlestick, and it shall be when he cometh to us that he shall turn in hither. And it fell on a day that he came thither, and he turned into the chamber and lay there. And he said to Gehazi his student, Call this Shunammite woman, and when he had called her, she stood before him, and he said unto him, Say now unto her, Behold, thou hast been careful for us with all this care. What is to be done for thee? Wouldest thou be spoken for to the king or to the captain of the host? And she answered, I dwell among my own people. This Shunammite woman felt the prophet excuse me, fed the prophet continually, and even had her husband prepare for him a bed, a table, with a stool, and a candle. She desired to make him as comfortable as possible with the necessities of life as often as he traveled by her home. She did not ask her any favors from the prophet. So he asked how he could repay her, but she basically told the prophet, It's a happiness to dwell among our own people that love and respect us, and to whom we are in a capacity of doing good and a greater happiness to be content to do so, to be easy, and to know when we are well off. Why should those that live comfortably among their own people covet to live delicately in king's palaces? That's a pretty selfless answer, isn't it? She cared about the prophet and met his need out of love, care, and concern for him. She didn't care for a return of favor from him. Her caution in taking care of the prophet of God without reward was an indicator of her care and concern for the prophet. But Elisha wanted to help the one who had cared for him. So he asked his servant Gehazi what he would do for her. 
and we can read in 2 Kings 4.14. Gehazi speaking, And he said, What then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, Verily, she hath no child. Her husband is old. If we read on, we see that Elisha petitioned God for the woman, and she conceived and bare a son. What a blessing that must have been for her. I would encourage all of you ladies to read on about these multiple events that occurred to this woman. They're very encouraging, and they serve to enlarge our faith in our service to God and to others. Interestingly, we often read of various women in the Bible, nameless women, who are ardent servants of God and to humanity in general. They often remain nameless to us, but never to God. They are put there for our encouragement to help us understand that no good deed goes unnoticed by our Heavenly Father. And that is not why we do good deeds, is it? But rather to glorify Him, and of course to help others. This woman had no vested interest in glorifying herself or in receiving a gift or in making a name for herself among her friends. She was just simply being kind and compassionate, loving toward a prophet of God. Elisha would be cared for with or without this woman's kind gestures, her care and concern. He didn't need it, but it was appreciated just the same. Sometimes we give out a needfulness on the part of others, and sometimes people give to show that they really care. We must always take caution to our hearts and souls, making sure that the care we give is altruistic care, like the Shunammite woman did, and not for personal gain or glory, but rather to reflect upon the Lord out of the goodness and concern of our hearts. We should never be found like the self-righteous Pharisee who prayed to God in vain, bragging about all that he had done for the Lord, enumerating his good deeds, and comparing himself to a publican that stood afar off. Unlike that self-righteous Pharisee, the pitiful, ungodly publican who was standing far away from him, beating upon his chest, unable to even look upward toward heaven, as he declared his sinless sinfulness and begged for God's mercy. We can read of that account in Luke 18, 9-14. Using caution as we go about our service to God and for our fellow man is a treasure that will be laid up in heaven. But we must accomplish this with love, care, and humility, reminding ourselves of Jesus' words we read in Luke twelve thirty-four through 35 For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Let your loins be girded about and your lights burning. <coughs> Excuse me. We must lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven. And again Jesus says in Luke twelve twenty one, He that layeth up treasure for himself is not rich toward God. Matthew six twenty tells us we are to lay up treasures in heaven. Those are the real treasures. Our good deeds done in love and selflessness will go before us and our blessings here upon this earth should be found in the knowledge that we have done that which is good toward God and mankind. I will leave you with this thought, and also a passage we all love. We should always do what we can, for whomever we can, whenever we can, and wherever we can. And we should do it because we can. That is a precious and valuable gift from God for us to be able to do so. 
And the scripture always reminds me of what I need to be doing. Mark fourteen eight through 9 She hath done what she could. She has come aforehand to anoint my body to the burying. Verily I say unto you, Wheresoever this gospel shall be preached throughout the whole world, this also that she hath done shall be spoken of for a memorial of her. Our good deeds will always ascend before us to the Father. And I thank you for listening. We thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting us at BibleWayMedia.org. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.